Women Struggle. My name is Mindy. I want this podcast to be a resource for you, a resource of hope, humor, truth, and even a place where I can share my best practices that God has shown me, the different viewpoints he's allowed me to have, even in the craziest of times. And today I've got to share something with you that he keeps driving home over and over again through the things I'm reading, through the things he's pushing me to do, and through the podcast I listen to. Let's get going. something with you that God keeps driving home. But first, let me share a story. Listen, let me tell you my story. So God keeps pressing on my heart to write, like as in write devotionals, like as in write more. I am not a writer and I don't like labeling myself, you know, not a writer. And I don't think there are that many people that maybe start out being great writers, unless, of course, you're Michelle Myers, and she just has this natural tack. And by the way, she wanted to be a writer at like the age of 10. Who in the world? She is a freak of nature and someone you need to follow. Michelle Myers, she works his way. All right. But enough of that. I have found out through so many years of just like struggle. I think we all struggle with some stuff, but we also stick to the things that we're really naturally great at because it is so uncomfortable to do the things where we struggle. But what's interesting, that's where God's glory shines the most. In those areas where we have a hard time, maybe it's even a life struggle that we're having, or those skills that we don't naturally have. That's where he works, you guys. In our weakness is where we're truly strong because it's his strength and it's his glory that ends up shining. So I began Hope and Struggle a few years ago, really just wanting to focus on my first true love, which is Jesus. I love fitness so much. Fitness has helped me lose weight. I've lost over 70 pounds with our fitness business that we have. I've never gained it back. It is such a great place for me, you know, to not only get my head right, but to help other people, you know, really work through some of their issues that many times you know, draw us to food for our comfort and and draw us to just kind of sulking in our honestly own selfishness and not getting out and doing the things that are uncomfortable. But those things that are hard and uncomfortable actually get us what we want instead of more of what we don't want. So through fitness, God has done so much. Yes, I love that so much. But to me, fitness became something that was very natural for me. Now, not athletically necessarily, but I love people. I love teaching fitness classes. I love to be physical. I love to sweat. Honestly, I love to be around other people and work out. It's just such a way that God fills my cup. And I you know, pray that I fill other people's cup too. And so I lean towards that for so many years. Why? Because I was good at it. Yeah, I believe that's kind of part of my purpose, but he keeps pressing on me. You've got to do the things that are uncomfortable for you, that are struggle for you, because number one, you're going to grow. But more importantly, I can shine through that more than maybe just your skills or talents and definitely ego. Don't even get me started on that. So he said, I want you to do, I mean, he didn't like call me and say, Mindy, I want you to do a Bible study. But it became more and more clear to me that I needed to do a Bible study. I'm not a good writer. I would love to talk to you any day rather than write. And I think it's because I've been taught you know, we're taught to write 
like we were in high school and college. Like that's a different type of writing than a social media writing. Social media writing, you guys, is best received when it's very conversational. It's best received when it received when it feels relatable, when it feels like you're just talking to your girlfriend, not reading some sort of dictation, you know what I mean, or someone's, you know, college thesis. And so bring that back now to where I am. Yes, I have a degree in college. Yes, I took all those classes. But coming now from 10 years of social media, my writing is like conversational and it's almost a little, well, it's a lot of my personality. And I've had so many people say, I can hear you say this as I'm reading you write it because it just sounds like something you would say. And we start to really second guess ourselves when we do something outside the box like this. It's not our natural skills because I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what about all those, you know, people, which, by the way, I hear from them that tell me I have a typo or that sentence was, you know, a fragment or whatever. And a part of me is like, really? Another part of me thinks maybe I should, you know, be th this better writer. But for lack of missing that connection and, and that conversational feel, which to me feels relatable. It feels real. I would rather talk to a friend than a professor any day. No offense if you're a professor, but if all I'm going to get from you is my, is critiquing on how, what a bad writer I am, why, you know, that God's glory has shi shines most literally through the underdogs. And I'm not saying you're an underdog or I'm an underdog necessarily, but God has proven over and over again that you just have to try that you just have to start, that you just have to get going, and he will help you work it out as you go. No, it won't be perfect, but perfection is not the goal. Just this morning, I listened to a podcast, one of my favorite podcasts from Shalene Johnson. She's a friend. She's my mentor. She is really one of the first people in my life that told me, you are so good at this. You could be so good. This is where your skills are. And all I ever really thought of is where my skills weren't. And I think that that's common. We focus on the negative and we focus on, oh, I'm not good at this or I'm not good at that. And she's like, here is what you're good at. Now we can work to make the other stuff better. And even with her podcast today, this one is Build Your Tribe. Shalene Johnson, I highly recommend you follow both of hers. She has a podcast called The Shalene Show and a podcast called Build Your Tribe. And hers was the shortest, most perfect podcast for me this morning as I'm driving between dropping the kids off, running a few errands, and now I'm about to work out. And it was, here's what we have to remember. It's not about perfection. And it's not about all our critics. It's about doing what you know you're supposed to do, even if you're not that great at it. So my story really comes to a head with the last Bible study that we have done. Hope and Struggle did a Christmas, countdown to Christmas 25-day Bible study, which this is something that will be up all year long. I don't know when you're listening to this, but right now we just released it. It's 25 days of devotionals from myself and about 10 other of my girlfriends that I have just seen grow in Christ. I've seen them overcome struggle. I see them right now in the middle of struggles. And I'm like, I wonder if they would be willing to partner in this. Let's do a collaboration. And of course, they all were like, oh my gosh, yes, I cannot wait. People all the way from my husband, which by the way, that was hard to get a devotional out of him. Do not even get me started. But my dentist to so many of my close friends and even my mentors. And I was reading this study last night, you guys, and, and a couple of these women, oh, they're such amazing writers. And I started second guessing myself last night and I'm, I'm welling up just a little bit 
because I'm so thankful for these ladies. And I'm just, this is a place that God can work in these Bible studies and people that are willing to do it in Christmas time. What a better time than just getting back to why we have Christmas in the first place. Where did it come from? And what did God really do when he came to earth? Can you imagine being God and sending your son to die for a bunch of people that don't care? People that don't deserve it, but he knew that was the right thing to do. And like my mind, even thinking about it after all these years, it's blown thinking about what God has done for us. And reading last night, these ladies devotionals, and I had read some, but I wanted it in the book form. I wanted to read it in the book. And it's evident, you guys, that there are better writers in this Bible study than others. But there was not a study that didn't completely land. Each of these devotionals, you guys, connects in such a real, loving, generous, God-centered way that I cannot wait to do this study. If you're listening to this now, it's a BOGO study, which means if you buy one, you get one. And my goal with that was buy one, and then um, you can gift one. So you and a friend can do it. We have a a Facebook group that kind of goes with talking points on each day, so we can kind of talk a little bit more about it and share more about what we're going through and what it said to us and fun things like that. But reading it last night, I was like, oh, God, please just let your glory shine through this because I know exactly what I'm trying to say on these devotionals. But (sighs) comparison is the thief of joy, you guys, and I'm not comparing anymore. But last night I was like, oh, God, some of these girls are such great writers, and I'm not. But here's the bottom line. It's not about your skills as a writer or our skills as writers. It's about our willingness to step outside our comfort zone and let God work. Because it's not about us anyway. It's about him and how we can be a vessel. Because you guys, if, if God uses us as a tool, that's awesome. But if he doesn't use, use us and you won't let him, he's going to use somebody else. Why not you be the one that he uses? So within the podcast today, she said, you know what? It is not about being perfect. You guys, it's just about starting. Get in there and do it. And I'm like, how cool is it that God spoke to me through that podcast just to confirm what I already know in my heart, but my earthly mind and body starts to second guess my skills. And the bottom line is it's not about my skills. It's about obedience. I love you so much. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. It is not about your skills. It's about obedience. Will you be obedient today? Will you be obedient in 2019? Will you do what you don't want to do and let God do the hard stuff? This Bible study is amazing. And I have no doubt that he's going to open hearts, draw more people to him and draw more glory through all of these ladies because they were obedient and willing to be a part of this as a friend and as a sister in Christ. So today, will you just take away the truth? It's not about perfection. It's about obedience. It's about you doing instead of holding back and second guessing yourself over and over again. We don't have to compare ourselves to anyone. If we compare, you guys, comparison is about conceit conceitedness is just totally enwrapped and infused in comparison. My loving encouragement to you is that you would compare yourself only to who only matters, which is Christ. Because when we compare ourselves to Christ, we not only remember who he is, but whose we are and what we're supposed to do. Michelle Meyer said that this year at She Works His Way live conference, and it has stuck with me. Guys, I don't 
It doesn't matter what other people are doing. It doesn't matter who's a better anything. It matters. Are you doing what you're supposed to? I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I want to hear from you. Will you message me on Facebook? Would you message me at hopeandstruggle at gmail.com? I want to hear from you. I want to know what you want this coming year. And I want to start praying about it so we can be obedient to him. All right. Love y'all. Bye.